Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I really thought I was going to be so over this Gorga Judice family feud because I'm like, again, here we go. But maybe because we're getting the Gorgas in a different light this season, I'm not upset about it. I'm kind of, it feels like a fresh, a fresh spin on it, a fresh take. So I'm actually not, I'm not annoyed that we're doing this. I can, I, it, at least it feels like we're going to get a different version of this civil war. So I'm down. I'm down for it. And like, I really was afraid of Louis and I still kind of am. But so far, I'm like, there were there were a few little moments that I'll that I'll talk about when I get into the recap, but I'm still like, okay, I don't, you're not totally freaking me out anymore. And I'm, I'm not seeing what, unless he, this is, unless this is a long con and he's stealing her money at the end of the day. But I... I might owe him an apology for calling him a big walking red flag last season. Sue. So. All right. Let's get into the recap, shall we? Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. I found that cliffhanger from last episode to be a little anticlimactic because we thought it was going to be some big fight between Teresa and Melissa, but this thing was over before it even started. It's Melissa going, I want you to have your happy ending. Teresa goes, yeah, I feel it. I feel that. Do you want to be a bridesmaid? Do you want to be a bridesmaid? And Melissa's like, yeah, I'm good. I don't want it. She's like, okay, let's hug. And they hug. I'm like, do we really need to cliffhang that? We could have just resolved that last episode and ended on the hug and done next time on, you know? So... Note to the producers, Dolores's house, um, this whole Polly calling Frank Mr. Potato Head, Frank calling Polly Buzz Lightyear, as juvenile as it is, I'm obsessed with it. It's just so Dolores. Dolores's world is like a cartoon to me. It is. It's like it's not real. 
You know, the fact that Frank Sr. is her ex-husband, this guy that's like blown up, like like inflated, like someone pumped him, you know, with like a with like an inflatable, you know what I mean? And so them, them calling each other that it, it works for me. It's silly. But I got confused here. So I'm trying to piece it together. Frank comes in. Frank was sick. He said he lost control of his bowels for 12 hours. What? His bowels weren't working for 12 hours? How does that happen? What is that? Is that like a steroid thing? So Frank invites Polly to the guy's night on Tuesday. And Polly looks over to Dolores like, is that cool? And Frank tries to bust his balls like, oh, really? Like, you, you got to check. You got to check with Dolores. And she's like, he's just making sure we don't already have plans. Because that's what you do. Okay. But Polly says, I was expecting more from you, you know? I was expecting you to pull me aside and explain, like, what the family dynamics were. And Frank's like, yeah, well, you know, Dolores was my conduit, you know? And Polly goes, yeah, well, you can't send a woman to do a man's job. And so I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Frank has been upset at Polly this whole time. I assumed he was mad at Polly because they had a conversation he had a conversation with Polly and Polly, like to his face, was like, that's not how it's going to work around here. But this whole time, am I getting this straight? This whole time, Frank never talked to Polly directly. He just expected Dolores to tell Polly this is how it works. Come on. So then they do the bunny shoot and all is fine. They 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 put some Pam cooking oil on him and put him in a bunny suit. Frank Jr. comes out. And this is Dolores' life. This is why, in my opinion, as much as up until this season, I, I could have understood demoting her, but she's giving us a different energy. And this is why I don't ever want to get rid of her. She may not bring the most insane drama, but she brings enough to me. She is Jersey. She's the She's a staple. Don't touch my Dolores. Melissa, Jackie, and Margaret go to lunch. What the fuck, Jackie? Okay, what the fuck? Jackie, yay, she's gained her healthy weight. We, I was all embracing Jackie. I even cried when I was talking about how much I related to Jackie's struggles with just food obsession. Then she's like, you know, I was a little bummed out about not being invited to that that cheese party. And Melissa's like, well, you know, Danielle said that you kind of like gave her a look up and down, maybe looking at her outfit. And then Jackie's like, well, yeah, her outfit was hideous. Looks like she just pulled it out of the hamper. But, you know, hey, if you have an issue, you can just call me. Okay, so let me get this straight. You're admitting that you think her outfit was disgusting. You're like, her outfit was gross. Okay, cool, cool. But she is supposed to call you and say what? So was there an issue? And then what, you were going to tell her your outfit was hideous? No, if you're going to be a bitch, people are going to pick up on that. And then, unfortunately, you're not going to get invited to things. So forget you, okay? You snob. But then Margaret's like, if you're going to make fun of anyone's clothes, it's going to be Jennifer's. What? 
Now, how did how does Margaret meeting up with your friend Laura? How does that equate to she's on a downward spiral? <laughs> Don't even how does that even connect? How about it's just as simple because by the way, Margaret, you do all the digging all the time. She's like known. They even talked about it last season. Her own friends did. Jackie did. That Margaret's known. Margaret's known for basically waking up in the morning, having her coffee and calling around and just gossiping, getting the dirt. But does that mean she's on a downward spiral? No. So Jennifer and Teresa was there too. By the way, I'd like to remind everyone about that. But Margaret just picks on Jennifer. She's on a downward spiral. And then her version of what the conversation was at the cheese party is, I was trying to explain why our makeup was disingenuous, but then she just gets very emotional when I say something. Okay, so you're not going to take any accountability for the way you approached the situation. You're not going to go, you're not going to go into what you said to provoke it, that you used language that would provoke anybody. That's like, well, watch your damn mouth. That's not what, that's not the situation. And it's okay. Well, she has to deal with her marriage. This is her marriage. She's just not okay. So, okay, for the record, here you all are sitting around talking about how Jennifer's marriage is shit, okay? If she were to do this exact same thing to you guys, you would bring this up later and say that she talks about people's marriages, for the record. Okay, got it. Thank you. You know, we get to know Rachel, and I'm endeared to her. I really am. She's coming across genuine. She's maybe I'm just falling for it. But we we get a little kid's photo shoot and she says to her husband, "Don't you want another baby?" and he's like, "Uh, what?" And he pulls the, "I just had another baby." She's like, "I beg your pardon." When men do that, it, it blows my mind. When men have the gall to say that they had the baby. I'm like, how the what? But then she says the story about how when they first got married, they got pregnant pretty quickly and she had a miscarriage and they were never able to get pregnant again. And her IVF journey was so hard. And you know, I wish I could relate to this because it's a through line across housewives. When, when housewives talk about an IVF journey, it's so emotional. And my God, I cannot connect to it. And I feel like I can't do a service to you guys as listeners who do connect to it because it's just, it's, I, I got nothing. I got nothing for you on this. But if, if every single person who talks about their IVF journey has this reaction, it must be so hard. And I'm, we're really connecting with her. And someone, I think it was Bravo and Botox posted something from Twitter where someone's like, wow, Melissa could never. Okay. She's been on our, Rachel's been on our screens for what, three episodes. And already I'm feeling more from her than I felt from Melissa this whole time. Okay. Now we get to Teresa's house and she's saying her affirmations. I'm true to myself. I'm living in my heart. I am strong. <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at it. Not making fun. Just loving it. Gia comes in though, and she's eating her stuff. She's like, Mom, do you want a bite? And Teresa's like, No, no, I'm good. I want to lose 10 pounds before the wedding. And Gia just goes, 
it's salad. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Okay, so Teresa Louis comes in as well. So it's the three of them now. Right, I'm really going to dissect this scene. Teresa tells them about how she brought up the wedding seating and how maybe they're going to do a sign seating or not. And Melissa brought up the engagement party. Uh, did she? I actually think Margaret did. So note that. And Teresa says, and she's like, oh, you said I lied. And Louie chimes in and goes, coming from the liar herself. Louie really hates Melissa. That is clear. And Teresa's like, I'm like, why bring this up months later? Enter Gabriella. And immediately, Teresa's like, I'm so sorry. I know you don't like to get involved in all the drama, but I was just saying the other day, you know, I ended up talking to Melissa and she kind of pulled me in. Now, the reason why I'm going into such detail on this is because I'm thinking, did did Gabriella get pulled into this scene? Did they say, we want Gabriella, not they, I, I mean, Teresa, Louie. Did they say we want her in this scene? Or did Gabriella say, yeah, I'm down to film? Because she's mic'd up. I'm not against it. But it is... Uh, if we're going to criticize... Antonia's not doing that, is my point. So this is sad. This is something to note. You know, I call it fair. And as, as much as I'm more on Teresa's side this season or in general um is actually that's not true i've actually been more on the gorga's side and less on Teresa's side if i had to if i had to classify myself um but i've shifted definitely more towards more against them in the last few seasons but this 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 made me sad for for the i'm like so what was the plan was it Gabriella's intention to come into this scene herself or did they want to pull her in? Because Teresa says, I'm so sorry. I know you don't like to get involved in all the drama. So are they, okay, I'm going to keep going because that's something to wonder, right? Right? Isn't that something to wonder? So Teresa then says she asked Melissa to be in the wedding and obviously Gia's like, I wish you hadn't done that, especially after what they said on the podcast. And they play the clip. And I remember this clip going all over social media. Joe Gorga says that when Teresa was away, Joe Judice wasn't working at all. So they had no income. And Melissa says, quote, Teresa went to prison. That that whole Teresa went to prison show was able to be made because Joe needed to make money on that show and he needed someone to film with. And here we were that jumped in. Hey, question for you guys. How is that not just showing up to be filmed and be on camera? That doesn't prove anything. That proves that you were available for the cameras. That doesn't prove that you are available to support them without cameras. That just kind of proves the point that Gia's making, which is the only time we saw them was when we were filming. Gabriella seems really genuine to me. She does. She's like, why? What was the context? Like, why? Why on the podcast did that get brought up? And Gia has no shame. She's like, to look like the perfect aunt. Now, 
Let's remember two early seasons when they were really young and you have Melania saying, Melissa stinks. And Gia being like mocking, singing on display, on display. So this is learned behavior. So that's something to bear in mind. You know, this is this. It's not like Teresa has been teaching them to love. It's not not like either side has been teaching that. Right. I don't see Antonia saying all this shit about Teresa. Right. So I'm just trying to I'm trying to play both sides fair because it's Jersey and I know that's impossible to do, but I think it's important to put both sides up like that. And Gabriella breaking out in hives talks about how that was a sensitive time in her life and she would remember who was there for her and credit should not be given if it wasn't earned. And that was sad. I didn't even realize Melissa was her godmother. Now here is where Louie, I'm like, all right, now we're getting a little intense, buddy. He's like, they're lying through their teeth. They're aligned together down this road just to hurt you. All right. So you're, you are actually making it a little worse. Okay. This is her only family. And now she is only going to be left with his family. Right? Right? That does kind of concern me. So put a pin in it. Louis heated. He's like, it is sad. It's terrible that you're treated this way. And I cannot take watching this man be like this and act like, dude, you don't think I see you? I see you a mile away. It's just that this energy isn't, he doesn't match this energy when he gets to the dinner. Because then it, the we'll, we'll get to the dinner. It's just, I'm not, he's not totally in the clear for me. As much as Louis handles that dinner well, this doesn't seem like someone who wants there to be peace. But maybe this is him just being angry on behalf of Teresa and hopes that Joe can come to Joe can be honest about who he is, because that's the I think that's the part that's killing me, too, is that Joe is just keeps being like, I'm just the hurt one. It's just me. I'm the only one who's hurt. I've done nothing wrong. And maybe if he was able to, like, burst through that and be like, you know what? I have done things to hurt my sister. I have. And I need to own that. Maybe that's what Louis frustrated with. Maybe that's what he's trying to break through. Maybe. All right. Keeping it moving. Listen, why the hell is Danielle saying all this nice shit? Melissa's living the dream. Melissa's what I want to be in business. What the fuck are you talking about? I was, and I was like, what business? And then I forgot about Envy. I'm like, okay, don't you know that Envy's like not a thing? Her original business partners come out and completely said that Melissa like <laughs> wasn't real like it's not a real business they're at this thing where they're buying for envy and Danielle talks about bougie kids and Melissa's like so Jackie was insulted about not being invited to the mozzarella party and well Danielle's like well she should she should get over because she was sizing me up and then Melissa's like yeah well she did say that your clothes look like they came out of the hamper you call this loyalty you call this loyalty. What? What? This is why I don't try. I don't get. Who are you, Melissa? 
who so are you Jackie's friend? And then on Watch What Happens Live, Andy was like, so wait, why did you say that? Like, wouldn't you not want to say that? Because like, that's your friend Jackie. And she was like, no, Jackie, like, wouldn't care. Like, Jackie's like, whatever. Like, she wouldn't care. Like, no. So. So are you just being the messenger? Like, what is your purpose in this scene? What? Why would you say that? You want to deliver the message on behalf of your friend. And then you want to. What? clarify that yes indeed she she doesn't like your outfit i didn't yeah get out of here okay get out of here so danielle goes seeing you and Teresa reminds me of my me and my brother now look this is where i'm gonna bust danielle a little bit everyone's like she's perfect she's perfect you know you gotta watch she's she's she lied right to her face she's like you know, here's why we had a rift. I was making these TikToks. He was making fun of me. I blocked him. And then I'm out of the wedding. And then Melissa goes, that's not that that I'm missing something. And she goes, all right, there was a little bit of this. I don't have a blood sister. So when they were planning the wedding, I was a little excited. But then my brother was like, you know what? It's not all about you, Danielle. And that was the first time where I was like, oh, okay, there's a new chick in town. So I text my brother. Now I see who I'm dealing with. And from then, I was kicked out of the wedding. I'm like, okay, well, that's different than you making TikToks blocking him and him getting upset about that. So she blames the wife, looking at the wife. (laughs) And of course, Melissa's like, hold on. When Melissa says, though, she always encouraged Joe and Teresa to talk, this is a ruse. And I even when I was when I was more on the Gorga side in the earlier seasons, because it was tough to be on Joe Judice's side. Even I was like, this Melissa's not really encouraging Joe to do the making up. It's it, the words are saying that, but the actions are not. I could tell she didn't really mean that. Okay. She's doing just enough to make it appear that way, but she's not really. But like, then she's texting him to make sure that like he doesn't have, but then Joe, we need to hang out and go to dinner, you and me, and making sure he doesn't have time to actually spend with Teresa. And don't even get me started on when Teresa wanted Joe to hang out with no, no more. That is another story. And I will, I can't, I can't get into that right now. Okay. Cause I have opinions. My sister is getting married this summer, and I hate that the first thing I think of is, ugh, I don't want to see what I look like in pictures, but I can do something about it. So in addition to upping my Pilates and my cardio, I'm also going to start eating cleaner, and I'm going to do that using Factor. Factor is my favorite of all the meal kit delivery services because it's the most delicious and it's the most nutritious. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. It just happened to rhyme. With all the episodes I'm putting out, I truly do not have a lot of time to spend in the kitchen, cooking and prepping and doing any of that. So Factor being delivered straight to my door, ready to eat, ready in two minutes, saves me tons of time so I can still get all the content out to you guys. And I can achieve my goal of feeling confident for this wedding in the summer. You should get America's number one ready to eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well and living your 
your best year yet also. It's so great because with Factor, you can skip the grocery store. You can skip prepping and chopping and cleaning. Factor is fresh. It's never frozen. And the meals are ready in two minutes. And all you have to do is heat them up and enjoy. And no matter what your lifestyle is, so I found Factor two years ago when I was trying to go keto, but they've got keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, protein plus. They're prepared by chefs, so no wonder they're so delicious. They're approved by dietitians, so no wonder they're so nutritious. And every meal has all of the ingredients you need so you feel satisfied all day long. Every week, there's 34 chef-prepared meals. Every week, you're looking at 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved meals to pick from. So you've always got something new to try. And they've got snacks to pick from, 36-plus snacks with like sweets and smoothies and juices. So I need snacks. Anything to keep me from ordering takeout. Factor's so much better than takeout. It's cheaper and it's done in two minutes. So, hello. If you are vegan or veggie, Factor makes it so easy. It's everything you want in all the meals, nothing you don't. And if you want to mix it up, you can even add a protein to some of the meals. Factor is perfect if you want to eat clean without all the work, which is so me. You just choose your meals and you can enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash shespeaks50. Use code shespeaks50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code shespeaks50 at factormeals.com slash shespeaks50 to get 50% off your first box. So you you may have already heard me talk about my friend who is trying to get pregnant this year. Shock to me. Well, she has received her results back from her modern fertility test. And unfortunately, her reproductive health is going to be a challenge. Look, hindsight is twenty twenty, But the lesson is the sooner you can look into your reproductive health, the better. That's why modern fertility was created. This is easy, affordable. It's at home. It's a simple finger prick. You mail that in with the prepaid label and you get personalized results within six business days. You get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserves, which is if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age and other really important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what each hormone means, and the best part, in my opinion, is you can download these results to review with your doctor for next steps, which is what my friend is going to do. It is not hopeless. It's just going to be a challenge. The traditional hormone testing, you have to go into a fertility clinic and it costs you over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks, you can get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through FSA slash HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, Clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. That means your test will only cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks modernfertility.com slash she speaks. 
Now we go over to Jen's house and guys, I'm I've been a really big Jen supporter even when it wasn't popular, but I'm I'm really concerned about this season. I think she's she's she had a, such a rough season last year and I think she's lost. I do. And she sits down with Bill and she tells Bill about this conversation with Margaret. And she goes, Margaret said, I'm not self-reflective. I am the most self-reflective out of all of them. So do you think I'm self-reflective? And Bill goes, um, <laughs> we all have personalities that are different. <laughs> are any one of us perfect in that sense? You can acknowledge your part in it. And Jen goes, which is what? And I get it. In terms of with Margaret, with Margaret, it's tough because Margaret's the culprit. Bill is in this position where he's pissed at her. We'll see and we see for next week's preview. He's not like, Jen, you're great. You're nothing but perfection. He's like... <sighs> He's got issues and she's not listening to him. So they still have a lot to work through, but she's expecting once these cameras are up because she didn't get backed up by Bill enough. She, they must have not had a conversation where she was like, listen, no matter what I say, you're backing me up. Okay. Cameras go up. You got my back. Whatever I say, you say yes. He didn't, they had, they didn't have that conversation or they did and he was drunk and he forgot because she, they're not on the same page because in her confessional, she's like, I don't want Bill validating the other person's point of view. So she wants blind loyalty. And while I, I, I can understand an element of that, it really is concerning me that she's not, excuse me, self-reflective and she's, she's lost. She's an island this season. As, as of right now, I think I think things will shift because she does – I did see someone say that, that, that in an interview, Jen and Dolores do make up throughout the season, which is thank God because I was dying. But Jen is coming in really lost and on shaky ground. Over at Danielle's house, her mom and dad come over and her parents had separated and had a very tumultuous situation. So now it's nice that they do connect. But her daughter does this adorable artist presentation. Which I was not expect. I was like, what are we about to get? It was an artist presentation. I'm like, the bitch is talking about Jackson Pollock. <laughs> okay. How cute. How adorable was it when her big brother Dominic gave her flowers when she was done? They, I mean, get out of here. She was done. You're going to hand her flowers. <laughs> Stop it. Danielle says, my kids are very close and they will never stop talking. Because if my son marries a mega bitch, I will poison her. <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> She's so good. But it turns out, though, that her mom also doesn't talk to her brother. Now, doesn't that sound like there's an issue with the women? The women in the brother's life? That's not good. The dad cries. He just wants his family back together. It's very passion. It's very good. It's very Jersey. It's giving, it's giving the family drama that we need. Great newbies. Great casting. Great, great job. Wonderful. 
Meanwhile, over at Melissa's Shore House, which looks fabulous, by the way, I would love to go there. Melissa's sister and mom come over. Melissa's sister has like the exact same nose, lip, and teeth work done as Melissa. When they smile, it's like the exact same smile. They went to the, the same doctor, I swear. But Joe asks if they got a wedding invitation, and they say no. Now, how do we feel about this? I, you know, I don't know if it was cameras, if it was just for the cameras, but there was that scene where where Melissa's mom and Joe's dad hung out. And I couldn't tell if it was just for cameras. And it might have been. And here you have the Judice daughters saying that Melissa and Joe weren't there for them. So it's possible that those in-laws weren't there, like that Melissa's family, like mom and sisters weren't there for them. So maybe that's why they're not invited. And we did also see that at the christening, there was a huge fight. And so maybe they're not close. So is that why? You know, is it just as simple as that? And Joe says that he did set he sat with Louie after the reunion. And he goes, I did. I sat with Louie. And I said, tell my sister to admit that this was wrong. And Louie's like, she's not going to do that. And then Melissa, of course, brings up the insecure comment. And Joe's like, I don't want anything to do with him. You can see him, you can see him boiling. You can see him just getting red and the gorga, the gorga tantrum is brewing. Guys night happens. This bartender had a vibe, right? He's kind of sexy. I don't know why. I like a bartender. It's toxic, but they're just there's something about a, bar, a sexy bartender, even a mildly sexy bartender. Which I don't like. I don't need as much. This is like the the intro of these guys on on and on and on. Every guy that shows up, like, hey, hey, all right. And I'm like, okay, get it, keep it moving. Like this is about housewives. Like let's let's keep it moving. Let's go. Polly isn't coming because of work, according to Joe B. Which I thought was interesting that he had that he had that intel. This little scene was hilarious. This little moment here. Frank tells them what Polly had said. You know, you don't send a woman to do a man's job. And Joe Gorga loves it. He's like, oh, yes, finally. Because Frank's always busted Joe's balls. And Frank's like, yeah, you know, like, look, Dolores is never home, never calls. And Joe's like, admit it, you missed Dolores. And he's like, oh, you know, Frank's like, oh, look, I put my feelings aside so that Dolores can be happy. And Joe goes, you know what, that Polly... It's he's a really, really good looking guy with these big, big balls. <laughs> and then Frank's like, hold on, wait, but how, how about me? And and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're pretty good looking too. So there are these moments where, of course, you're like, okay, never mind. The Jersey guys are great. No other I'm sorry, I know that I know that Salt Lake City guys have tried a million times. You'll never be the Jersey husbands. You cannot recreate this. Even the new husbands. You, There's just something about these men. There just is. Okay. It's not the same any, in any other house. PK and, and Mauricio, you tried it. It's just, they can do little tiny bits, but there's nothing like these guys. I'm counting. They've so far done two rounds of shots. Joe brings up that Bill and Louie hang out quite a bit. 
But I think Bill says, I'm the brother-in-law he never had. <laughs> Sorry, that's really good. <laughs> All right, so this gets Joe going. This gets Joe He's like, my wife treated him better than royalty. But my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law aren't invited to the wedding. And they edit it perfectly. Like, Louis walking in as Joe's like, I just want him to know that you're a piece of shit. You're garbage. As soon as Louis gets there, they're like, hey, hey, hey this is guy. It was scary because Louis, Louis is not afraid at all. He, like, hugs Joe. And Joe had just got done being like, you're garbage. I'm going to tell him you're garbage. I'm like, ah, you're going to hug. He's going to hurt you. So they talk about the – someone brings up the bachelor party. Like, hey, maybe things think it was Joe, Joe B. He's like, what do you want to do for the bachelor party? And Louie's like, I was thinking, you know, we could all – like, the girls go this way, the guys go this way, and then afterwards we can meet up with the wives. And they're like, really? Re oh, no. We're going to go out. We're going to do our own thing. Like, whatever. No wives. And Joe goes, who are you going to invite? And I love that Louie's like, I'm not going to play even one second of a game with you. Why are you asking? He says, we're not gonna play this game, okay? And this leads, of course, to Joe confronting him. He's like, Melissa's family's not invited, you know? Frank's like, what was the reason? And Louis goes to his, the, he does the squinty eyes and the smirk. And that's, I get, I don't like that. I don't like when he does that. His squinty eyes and the smirk. It's like things, it has, it has a lot to do with the past shit, you know? And Joe, no matter what happened in the past, you've got to give them respect. Joe, Joe B says, you know, in an Italian family, it's a slap in the face not to include them. And what does Louis say? I was like, oh, he goes, there's a lot of slaps in the faces going on. And Joe Gorga says, who's slapping who? Louie says, your wife went on social media and said Teresa's kids wouldn't eat if it weren't for you and her. Okay, Joe, you you could see Joe like, I did not expect to be called out for that. And Joe goes, no one's saying they wouldn't eat. What we meant was I took care of my sister. I called my sister every day. I was there. That's not what you – first of all, it's not what you said. You said that when she was away, Joe Drew Dice didn't work and you helped them – you helped him by filming with him. That's what you said. And second, you didn't call her every day. You didn't do that. You didn't. So lie. Lie right there. That's a lie. Okay? That's a fucking lie. That's making me mad. You got busted and now you're like vamping and adding shit in. That's not what's – okay? And then Louis busts him. He's like, what are you talking about? I live with my nieces. They talk about it at the house. And what the hell is Joe saying? He's like, oh, of course. They're talking about one thing. What thing? What's the one thing? What are they talking about? And then Joe's like, you don't, this is where Joe is busted. So he's like, you don't know shit. You've been here one minute. And Louis's like, oh, pff, you know, and Joe goes up you look dumb joe gorga you look real fucking dumb 
You look real fucking dumb. And Joe goes, you should be embarrassed to even bring that up. Louis, this is what makes this scene so interesting, is that he's so sure of what he's saying and is not going to let any of the immaturity coming off Joe permeate into him. He's like, I'm not embarrassed. You're on a podcast talking about your sister. And Joe goes, don't fucking do that. (laughs) And Louis says, I'll sit here and say whatever I want to say to you. And what happens when Joe Gorga starts losing an argument? Tough guy, fuck you. And Louis smiles. He smiles. He's sinister little smile. Sinister little smile. And Joe goes, don't talk to me like that. Like what? Like what? Like literally, like what? He's just stating facts so far, dude. Facts. And then Bill, Bill, take it easy, huh? Bill's like, all right, all right. Joe, no, fuck you, motherfucker. You're not a man. You're a fucking pussy. Louis is smiling and he's like, are you saying I'm not a man? Which the, the tone, the tone was, are you? Saying I'm not a man, little boy, you know, like Mary, like like little, you know, like that. Bill's like, okay, because here's the thing: when you, it's kind of like um, it's like a code of con, like it's like very gang life code of conduct in prison type of shit, bullshit, like thug dumb mentality. Someone puffs up to you, you got to puff up. So as soon as as soon as some dumbass goes like, oh, you're not a man, you have to then retaliate. But not Louie, not Louie. Louis like, please. But that's why Bill goes, we're not insulting the manhood because he assumes that Louis is that same level of dumb, Neanderthal, thug, bullshit mentality, low life mentality. And Louis just goes, you could talk all you want because you're not going to affect me. What does Joe say to that? I'm going to break your fucking balls right fucking now. Banging on the table. And Louis goes, stop with the theatrics. <laughs> I lived for that part. I lived for that part. Lived for it. He wasn't phased. He didn't even flinch. He's that part. I was like, all right, okay, my God, stop. I knew, like, you always, this is what you fucking do. This is like your bit. This is your thing that you do. And then so Louis like, guys, can you help? Like, let, can you help me here? And they, the Frank and Joe are like, Joe, shut up. So he speaks. Louis like, what am I supposed to do? Teresa doesn't want them at the wedding. And Joe goes, you should be a man and tell her it's out of line. Louis claims that he did that. And Teresa wanted to stand her ground. That sword should not fall on me. Fuda, Rachel's husband, says, Suddenly, I don't know, he's like, this in an Italian family, the older sister is supposed to guide you and bring the family together. Huh? That's, okay, so now it's Teresa, back to being Teresa's fault. These traditions can sometimes be toxic. So we don't need to go there right now. That is, you don't, do you not know what, have you not watched the show? And then Joe goes to this bit, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. I don't want to 
be heard anymore. Louis doesn't take that away from him, which is what was interesting about this moment. Louis says, but let's be fair. Your sister doesn't want to hurt anymore either. You two should talk. And doesn't that sound like a good idea? But what does Joe Gorgas say? Honestly, I don't know. I'm afraid of getting hurt again, bro. But I'm not kidding. Louis hypnotized even me in this moment. The way Louis, after all that draw, after all that nonsense that Joe Gorga was doing, Louis leans in and he, he goes, your sister deserves to hear how you feel because how you feel is justified. You also should hear what she feels too and end it. I was like, yes, Louis, they should do that. I was mesmerized by this man. I'm like, okay, is he doing things? Are we all being conned? Because they're good. Like, con men are good. But we're, what's happening? <laughs> what the fuck's happening? <laughs> He's using his powers for good. I don't see what the downfall is of this. And Joe's, but Joe doesn't want to talk anymore. He doesn't because he's wrong. Period. What they said on that podcast was fucked up. How did they help get food on their table? How did they keep food on their table? And these kids would know if that was the case. And saying that because they helped film a show with Joe Judice doesn't prove that they were there for them at all. So, anywho, next week, Jen and Bill are going to have more conversations about their relationship. And I'm happy about that because I do find their relationship fascinating at this point. It's such a huge shift for them. Teresa calls Joe to say she wants to make peace, but he's like, I don't know. But then we get a lot of newbie fun, and I'm excited for this. Danielle's going to confront Jackie for calling her outfit ugly, and Jen Jen has called Jen Fessler, the other new girl, who's besties with Margaret, to talk shit about Margaret. And that leads to a fight. And then Rachel and Jen get into a fight. These newbies are very good. They've done a good job with casting. They just, they needed new people. They really did. They needed new people on this cast for a minute. They needed it last season. But, you know, hey, never too late. Well, that's not true. Okay. Jersey's really tough to recap. Um, I know last wasn't last week good with Quinn. It's it's rare that I will have a guest for Jersey just because it's so difficult to um to talk about Jersey. Most likely you will disagree with the person you're talking to. And Quinn is one of the few people that I can like we can disagree and it can be productive and fun. And he it's like we're both good sports and we we're friends, but Jersey is tricky. So most likely Jersey will remain solo recaps, but I'll have the few occasional guests here and there when I know, when I find someone who can, who can A, fit this time slot because everyone's, everyone's busy, but B, who, who it would be a good flow of a recap with because Jersey's tricky, tricky, but I am liking this season. I was dreading Jersey, but so far I am liking. It's still got a lot of complexity and layers. Um, and there we go. Okay. All right. Love you. Mean it. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Bye. 
I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.